Uh, one second. I think people still listen to this thing. Uh, we haven't think... done one in like three weeks. Well, yeah, well, World War Three is here, so might as well get wrecked. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the DGEN Community Network, media for the decentralized generation. If you want to connect or to check out more great NFT and crypto content, go to dgen.network. That's dgen.network. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. Is this is this thing on? Is this thing working? <laughs> is this thing on? I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Chamber. Chamber, we haven't done this show in uh, in a few fortnights, I think. <laughs> since, since before World War Three. Uh, oh. Yeah, so we haven't done this show in quite some time. Uh, but we are back to talk a little crypto uh I, I don't not sure anybody wants to talk about crypto right now what, what, what what's been what's been up in your world uh well because you know we are where we are in the world i decided to immediately go back to the gym because at some point i could be drafted um, <laughs> you know in uh it sounds i was i was listening um obviously you know with what's happening in in ukraine uh, they mandated all the men between 20 and 60 stay to, you know, fight. And I'm like, shit just got real for me. Uh, I don't like, I, I got, I, you know, I'm going to, I don't want to be winded. You uh, are between those ages. Woo. My dad's 61. And I, I, I was, I was talking to I was talking to my wife. I'm like, I would shame him into joining me. Uh, Cause I'm not staying here by myself. Uh, so yeah, he's 61. Uh, you know, born in December. Are you kidding me? You've like missed it by like 15 days? I don't think so, buddy. Not where I come from. Uh, but, uh, Drew, Drew is here to keep us company today after he got wrecked at the Celtics game yesterday. Woo! So welcome, Drew, in the house. Um, you know, it's pretty bleak out there right now. I mean, literally, as we speak, I feel like we have this really great knack of doing shows when everything is crashing around us uh heck yeah we are currently sitting at uh 2475 for eth how does that how does that make you feel it, i literally saw a tweet today talking about 2700 uh that was today i think it was like 2650 and then i blinked and we we took a 200 dollars haircut we did. We touched just this morning. We uh, twenty six fifty. Yeah, twenty six fifty yeah. was the high for the day, and then this big old red candle down for the next four hours, and uh, now we're sitting at twenty four seventy two for ETH. Uh, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Feels like I gotta have to start trading the show. So anytime we post that we're gonna we're gonna be um, we're gonna be doing a show, I should absolutely short everything. At least make a little bit of money while we do this. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Drew Drew put it very nicely. Uh, sell everything whenever Rex gets scheduled. That's, that's absolutely. Pretty, that's pretty accurate. I think that's financial advice right there. That yeah, is uh, financial advice. <laughs> We're not afraid of financial advice here on Rex. No, we are not. And but I mean, I don't know how you how you feeling. Are you are you? I'll tell in you. Despair? I, no, I, I I was thinking about it. Uh, I knew we were doing a show today. So I, you know, I was contemplating about the state of cryptocurrency. You knew we uh, were thinking about doing a show. We were thinking about, we were <laughs> contemplating, contemplating. Um, and based on what we're seeing, uh, you know, gas prices, like everything is insane. Um, and, you know, you, you would think the crypto market would have been affected now, to at clarify, a greater degree. To clarify, you mean... Uh, actual gasoline correct Petrol. <laughs> yes okay <laughs> just clarifying we yeah, are like, in we are correct in no that, that's a good point that's a good point um but based on basically the price of everything going up um and you know some markets being affected you would think the crypto market would have been affected more um you know knock <laughs> knock on wood as i say that we take uh, a careful what you thousand dollar candle um yeah. Yeah, a five a five k BTC candle down would not be great right now, um, but yeah, no, I I think relatively speaking, uh, considering the geopolitical uh, environment that we're currently living in, it's not as bad as it could be. So I mean, that gives me a little bit of hope. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's welcome to crypto. Welcome, welcome to crypto. Not as bad as it could be. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, like, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Uh, Is it as know. bad as it could be? No, I don't really know what that looks like. What does that look like? Is what is as bad as it could be? What do we? What do we think? I mean, all I have to compare to is like what we saw in 2018, 2019, as far as like sub twenty, sub twenty k Bitcoin. That that that's that's getting to. Uh, pack that's pretty it in. bad. That's pretty bad. That's pack it in, go home. The and like, stay there. there. Not a wick. Like, stay there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. close a day at eighteen five. Uh, <laughs> I Not mean, great. like, ultimate doom scenario for Bitcoin is like ten k. I think, like, that's the ultimate ultimate. That's are the... you back? Are you backing up the truck, as the kids would say? Uh, you know, these days I'm much more of a eth maxi than a bitcoin maxi so no, totally i would be backing up the proverbial truck for whatever ETH is. <laughs> whatever but that would that would basically put eth at i don't know you know like nine hundred dollars yeah yeah, right? digits, like, big, yeah which i would be backing up the brinks truck uh if i had if i had to um i haven't bought any new fresh fiat in quite some time uh Do you know so. i i had to check um i was doing my taxes Do you know the last time i infused fiat into the cryptocurrency market was no like uh well besides uh black monday or thursday when we had that big dip so not including that day uh yeah. back in 2020 it was uh yeah like 2018 wow like end of 2018 Good for you, first of all, because uh, but honestly, probably similar. Uh, 
to when I when last time I put some stuff in. So uh, Stereo Love twenty three says, although it's bad news everywhere, I think the Fed stimulates the economy heading into midterms. Uh, no politician wants a bad stock market. That is uh, that's true. But you know, stimulate I, me. I mean, is this just Q one coupled with totally could be, totally could be. Is this, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I can't decide. Uh, we're getting, we're going up as we speak. We're now back almost to 2,500. It's the Rex Podcast Pump. Bye. One second. This is not what I was expecting. What do you mean? You should, you're still shorting. I shorted it. And then all of a sudden, well, that's what happened is I shorted it while we were talking. And uh, and it went up. Uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's pretty, it. It's, it's pretty typical for my trading. Yeah. All right. So we're sitting here right now with Bitcoin at thirty-seven six, down only 0.5 percent. So in the last seven days, uh, even though it's down three and a half ish on the last twenty-four hours. So you know, Bitcoin pretty stable there. ETH down six percent last seven days, five point six percent today. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not too, too worried yet. What are, what is your charts saying? Like, what are your, uh, what are, what are your what are, spots here? Like, what are your panic, what are your, what are your panic points? Uh, here, let me pull up my, uh, my aggressive charts here. Uh, it's not great. Um, so yeah, here, uh, let's stick to Bitcoin first, I guess. So many lines. So many lines. That's how you know it's a good chart. No. The more lines, terrible. the better. God, okay, well, gross. It's, <laughs> it still shows you where the... Uh, I don't know how you ever make any money. You look at uh, this, this chart. This chart just looks like you're going to get chopped to bits every single day. <laughs> well, if you day trade, yes, I agree. Uh, but these are more long-term uh points of you know points of uh, resistance and support um it's so I, my eyes bro well <laughs> you know what else is gonna hurt your eyes is is if we get below <laughs> this this little line right here yeah. that thir that thirty-three thousand uh bitcoin uh might be a tough one um and then support at 30k i think all bets are off it, we better bounce off of 30k if we go to that to that level um, all bets are off sub 30k. Who knows? Could but, be major pain. You know, looking at this, it just seems we're ranging right between yeah. that. Uh, what, yeah, what gonna, love? What's that right there? The bottom I, of that under that the, line. One second, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna change this color here for you. So you know where where to pan. There's the panic oh, line I know. Right here. Yeah, all right. There's that, the panic line right there. I mean, that checks out, right? But like. <laughs> You, it looks right now like we're just ranging, right? Yeah, absolutely. We are just ranging, you know, between that. So what is, what's the 30, range there? 30. So I would say 33 on the low end and 47 on the high end. God, we got that high, 47. That's the top of the range, uh, but we did not get that high. We got to 46, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, now, now do ETH. <laughs> now ETH? Yeah. Uh, ETH uh, BTC or ETH USD? USD. Oh, uh, look, so much cleaner. Look at you. <laughs> now, I, I got why it. Why is this chart so much cleaner than the other? Um, 
I don't know. Uh, sometimes I just get you but know, like this is OCD. Good, look at this. Look at this. Uh, is this a beautiful is Cleveland. looking. This is Cleveland. With a very um, clear range. I trade BTC support. more. I think that's but, why. But you probably shouldn't. You should probably trade this chart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you probably should good. trade this chart. It's much more, uh, I would say, accurate, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, again, I just look for little buying spots uh, here and there um, when I'm in like USDC and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think this one is a, is is pretty clean. But I mean, as far we're in, as in, according to your chart right here, we're at a decision point right now. I agree. That should be a bounce time on uh, USD or ETH USD, like ETH. I don't know. I think we're going down. To be honest, so uh, that would put us. I mean, the next line down that puts us. Uh, so, like, realistically, what I think is going to happen? Seventeen hundred. Oh my god. Um. I don't know. We'll see. So this is ETH USD here. We could see, I don't know. I think I could we could see a $2300 bounce again cuz that little support line right here, uh we've bounced off that a couple of times. That's at 2550. Uh we're now sub that. If we close below that, I mean 2300 is probably inbound. Maybe a little spike below. But it's it's tough, man. Um, uh but again, within the range. Within Am the I range. in that seventeen hundred area? That's yeah, 1775. that's seventeen that, seventy-five. That's a scary number. That looks like it's gonna hit. If you ask me, <laughs> I I hope you're wrong. Uh, so do I. Trust me, I I very much hope I'm wrong. Like uh, the last time we hit that was July last summer. Yeah, and we were all mm. super happy. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that funny how we were so uh well we no were... that was actually the bottom of uh of that cycle so we uh okay so if we stay at if we stay at 2300 we're still yeah. uh we're still higher low right Correct. you come up you yep. touch that all right let's let's pray for that yeah i think 23 save 20 23 that's that's where you want to that keeps everybody happy. I think once you once you go below that, you better bounce off of 1775. Uh 1800 bucks we'll call it. Mm. But it, yeah, it's uh well, the good thing not is for the pain of heart. The good thing is Q1's almost over. That's the best part. That is the best part. <laughs> right? Uh so yeah, maybe we we, see a little... we like to blame all this on Q1. So uh we'll have any we won't have any excuses in uh in a couple of weeks. In April, we better if we're not bouncing by the end of April, we're probably in big trouble. Are you a big? Uh, are you a big? Uh, you know, uh, April Fool guy. Uh, my wife is, and she gets me every year because I'm like, I love I, it. She's like, I'm like, I trust you, and then she'll do something and get me pretty good. <laughs> it's one of the. Uh, it's one of the great regrets of my life. Uh, I had. Uh, so Whoa, April, wait, what is? <laughs> not just April. To, just April. Not being able to celebrate uh, April Fools properly. Uh, we had growing up. So uh, my grandfather uh, had a bad accident on the first of April. And was in like a coma for a while and died later on. But April 1st was the day of the accident. And my dad, you know, he gets pretty emotional about that kind of stuff. So I couldn't mess with him on April 1st. Like, I'm, you know me, you know my vibe. 
mess with people is my vibe. And I feel like well, that was lucky stolen you, from me. Lucky for you, you have 364 other days that you can just <laughs> you can just exclamation point vibe and <laughs> you're in good shape. Uh, but dude, that's uh, that's pretty funny. I like be- I like hearing <laughs> stories of people, you know, April fooling each other. Um, we should April Fools everybody. Yeah, I uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I I like it being done to me because I fall for it every single year. Uh, every a, a, anything like whatever it could be a social media thing. I remember I used to listen to Howard Stern a lot, and Howard Stern would get me every year on April first. It's it's great stuff. I'm a big fan of being tricked. Oh, you love a good trick. Are you? I love a, a good trick. You more a trick guy on Halloween as well, or are you you a big treat guy? No, no, treats are sacred on on Halloween. In my opinion. Uh, I have to. I do have to tell you this uh, before I forget. Um, we had a a family friend over uh, couple the other day two weeks ago. Nice. And yeah, and they have upside a, down you know, pineapple kind of thing. Oh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I feel like it's some like swingers <laughs> reference and bingo. I, I, no, just regular pineapple. Um, All right, but, just re- right side up pineapple. Okay, right side up, and uh, they have a, a kid that's around my son's age, and oh, nice! So it, was, it was a good weekend, but we were uh, hanging out. I don't know the Saturday nights, and my wife decides she's going to break out the the ba- big ass bag of candy, and <laughs> most nice. of the candy that we had was of the Canadian variety. Oh, love it. So we introduced our friends to the uh, Canadian candy that you have so graciously sent us multiple times. Um, But they loved it so much that my wife went on Amazon and sent them a bag of Canadian candy. I love to see that. Love to see that. Um, Yeah, low-key Canadian Halloween treats are are good. JP Cass just really (laughs) busted. It's a replay. Just, I can't wait till. Oh uh, my goodness! <laughs> the tables turn. And, uh, I got the JP Kaz voice reveal today. By the way, uh, did you? Yeah, we we had a little chat on live. Just, yeah, I, I'm gonna. I was gonna rip into his Boston accent, but uh, <laughs> I I hope it's thick. I hope it's a thick Boston <laughs> accent. Um, but anyway, that's uh, yeah. So I mean. How are you feeling? Like, what is your what is your strategy right now? Are you? I'm 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 waiting to see, man. Like, I don't know. It's uh, well, what, a lot of time. Your, what's your current exposure to things? Because we haven't it's talked we haven't talked on this high expo- about that. high exposure. Okay, high so exposure. you're you're too. It's too late for you, is what you're saying. Um, no, I mean, you know, at the end of at the end of the year, I well, I feel you're not good selling because... here. I guess is my question. no, definitely not, definitely not. Uh, so at the end of the year. I, I took out a, a you know converted a bunch of stuff to fiat uh, and put in traditional markets. Uh, so right away that feel I feel good about that. Uh, so you know I'm you know we 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 get into a lot of NFTs. I have I have too many NFTs. Uh, I think that's first and foremost. Um, I do have a I, I do have some. Um, <laughs> I do have some. Uh, you have 121 footers. <laughs> I do have 121 flutters, uh, which is, I think, like, I haven't done the math, but I feel like it's, like... It's a good amount. 
like fifteen thousand dollars worth of fodder. Uh, wait, wait, way more than that. Was it more? <laughs> what are they too... like? Point. What are, what's the price? Like point oh eight, maybe. I don't know. What does that All work right. out to be? <laughs> so I mean, that's almost. It's probably like twelve ETH worth of fudders. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> uh, Twelve times twenty four ninety. You've almost got uh thirty thousand dollars worth of. <laughs> now convert. Now convert that to Canadian dollars, and you really uh, see my pain. Drew, Drew says they're at uh point oh six nine, so it's not nice. as bad. So point zero six nine times one twenty one is eight point three ETH worth times twenty four fifty is you've got $20,300 worth of footers. In a blink of an eye, that can be point 0.1 and then very upsetting at that point. Point 0.1, uh, that would be good. Yeah, it would be better, but it's still a lot of exposure because uh, I'm not selling to one ETH. I'm going to jump <laughs> on absolutely everybody. Uh, but yeah, so I have a lot of NFTs. I have about four or five alt bags uh, that I think are okay still. Some Matic, some Uni, that kind of stuff. Um, and then, so, uh, obviously like Bitcoin, Bitcoin, I don't touch too often, uh, whatever I'm trading, um, my alts with is, is typically Bitcoin. So as I'm making gains, there, just converting to Bitcoin and then, you so know, you're still trading up. BTC pairs, huh? Yeah. Most of the time. Like, I feel you, like the world has FC graduated to ETH. Uh, well, I, I, I don't disagree. I, I, I think there's a ton of people trading versus ETH. I just think ETH is higher right now, and I think there's a greater opportunity on BTC pairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, talk talk the folks through some of that because that's an what what brings you to like how do you judge that and what does that look like? Uh, again, it's this is all in my head. Uh, so it might well, not be I mean, it, but it, <laughs> but it also might. So be. so the way I look at it is ETH is significantly higher than what BTC is versus their all-time highs. You know what I mean? Like, Got it. So BTC is drawn down more than ETH. Correct. So there's more upside opportunity when you're trading versus that pair. So I can make more BTC theoretically by trading a BTC pair. That being said, I do trade a lot of USD pairs as well, just straight, you know, on FTX is you're basically trading a lot of straight USD. Um, but I, I think I might have one or two bags that are traded versus ETH, but not a ton. Uh, uh, JP Kaz wants to know if X2Y2 counts as crypto. Uh, that's his uh, biggest bag. Is that bag. the new, is that the new, um, uh, the new looks edition, rare. The, I was going to say the new edition of Q. <laughs> no, it's the new looks rare. Uh, and Drew has some bad news to break for, uh, to you. You're, you've lost your top spot again. <laughs> in the Futterverse, <laughs> to the prince uh, i don't know who uh must be, must be the who, prince who is prince satoshi uh are you gonna keep chasing this crown yeah i feel the exposure is exposed enough i mean it's only eight eth it is only eight ETH. i feel like you should really just cap it at 10 and <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people <sighs> You know, I could probably outlast the gumption of most people. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, in the game of NFT chicken, I think you're a pretty strong candidate yeah. for not backing that, down. That is, and it doesn't take a lot to... Although, to I will say, I'm pretty sure Prince Satoshi 
would have you beat on like just an endless bag of ETH because this is not money. Well, this is just not the only project that he, he's like a top holder on. I'm pretty sure he's the top holder of Thingdoms as well. I with, will. With like I will 100. bankrupt him. I will bankrupt him on Thingdoms. <laughs> and I love. I love this little rivalry. That making, uh, but. Anyway, so, all right, so that's your kind of current exposure. Now, what would you be cautioning people? So what what advice would you give to the people out there if they are either, one, still sitting in ETH, two, have exposure to altcoins still? You know, what kind of, what, what would your mindset be if you're in one of those spots? Um, I would, it depends how risky you want to be. If you, we'll start with ETH. If I was sitting on a big bag of ETH and I didn't know what to do with it and you didn't want to be the number one fudder in the world. Um, (laughs) if you didn't want to do that, I would look at that USD, ETH USD chart. You could, you could trade it right now. In my opinion, we're going to see $2,300 ETH. Um, so I mean, you could trade that, but I mean, there's a, there is a good amount of upside. I would look at support at 2,300. If we close below $2,300 ETH, I would abs, that's, that's what I'm really looking for. I anticipate a bounce off of 2,300. So that's a really like, that's like a day trader trade, right? 25 to 23 kind of thing. Um, but a real nice trade would be waiting to see what happens at 23. If you close below 2,300 ETH. I would then move a good amount into uh, USDC, get any sort of any sort of um, you know pegged um, you know to the U- to USD uh, crypto. You can and then wait till. I mean, to me, it's 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 gonna hit eighteen hundred dollars. It's gonna go sub two thousand, and then maybe layer in your bids at two K, at nineteen hundred, and at eighteen hundred. That's probably what I would do. Uh, as far as other cryptocurrencies, like alts, like there's some, there's some that I like. Some are just no man's land. I'm just looking at some now. Sushi is. We getting close to the bottom here. Sushi is. Share your screen with the folks. Let's oh, sorry. Uh, here, let me pull this up here. Sushi's not looking. Sushi might be close to get the buy zone. Actually, that being said, uh, share. So, I mean, look at that chart. Um, yeah. So I mean, we're looking at. I mean, that's where we are now. Let me just. I haven't charted this one in a minute. Uh, let me just. Just kind of put what the support is. It's right at the support that I hit not that long ago. Yeah, that's that's decision time for Sush, right? So I mean, that actually doesn't look half bad. Um, The Sush is loose. Like there's Matic. These are US. These are USD pairs for the most part. Here's Serum. Who trades Uh, Serum? FTT family, man. Um, I don't know. I like this is FTT. This one's oh. this one is 
This one's looking all right. FDT looks fairly strong, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I would just look for bottoms. I would I would pull up a bunch of charts and look for bottoms um, and see how close they are to like you know two years ago or a year ago um, their all time lows or close to it. And if they're at all time low, you know you can take a flyer. It's better than better than not. Cryptocurrencies uh, ecosystem, like for those of you who trade NFTs, the ecosystem for NFTs is very small compared to the, uh, you know, the ecosystem for cryptocurrency, right? So liquidity can show up fairly quickly uh, in a lot of these bags. So that being said. Interesting. I'm, yeah, not, touching, I'm not touching any of it. I'm just holding. It's not my, time to. Yeah, that, that's right. That you're, that's the right move, though. I'm, to, I'm holding my ETH bag for dear life and because I'm too late to sell it at this point. Um, I sold a chunk. <clears throat> At like 28 uh, just to USDC just to chill. Um, and then I have a now massive... Now when you say to chill, when you say to chill, are we looking... What kind of time horizon are we looking at? Are we looking at like... Well, I pay myself every two weeks. So right. like that's... that I'm basically using it as that, okay. right? So it's going to come out of the market most likely anyway, right? right. Um, or I will push it back in at 1700 if that's what happens. And then I'll ride that for a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I would definitely, I think that's a, I think that's a good spot, but we'll uh, see, see what happens. We'll see. I, I hope we're sitting here in August at 6k at ETH and totally, you know, 70k BTC. And this is all just a, it's definitely the chop zone right now. Like yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't trade any of this shit if I was. <laughs> I, I just yeah. wouldn't trade it. Like hold it, fine. I don't. You know, you're just. And, on, and I would say for anybody, I, I would be really anybody, careful with alts though, because we've well, seen this before. Alts there's nothing. Go, there's nothing attractive right now about alts for sure. Alts go to zero, and they will, and they can, and they. <laughs> yeah, and there'll be there'll be a time for alts. It's just I don't think. Of we're course, now. right. They're course. they're they're. Alts are not done. They're just it's just not time right now. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's tricky. And I would say for anybody new, uh, I've had a lot of people talk to me about like, oh, should I buy Ethereum at this price? Should I buy Bitcoin at this price? Um, you know, I always recommend you know buy you know buy the 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 fiat equivalents, right? Buy the bagged coins like your USDCs, your tethers, um, and just start putting money into the ecosystem that way where you're not losing anything and then wait for, you know, wait for that, that down move. Uh, it may not come, but wait for, I, I would say, I would say build up your bank account there and then just wait for some sort of decision, right? If all of a sudden we're at, you know, 50 K buy it there. I know you could have bought it sooner, but at least we know which way it's going to be going. Right. I have a massive bag of Verge. Oh, those were the good days. Um, I, once yeah, so I once watched my brother lose $40,000 in real time on Verge <laughs> at, at, I, at a diner. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's, that's a tough day. Yeah. And that sounds like a, that, he was probably fairly new to crypto too, right? Yeah. I mean, that was like the first real alt season we ever had. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I, was giving my, I was talking to my sister today. I was giving her shit. We were just talking about just, just um, you know, putting money aside into like mutual funds and stuff like that. 
And she told me, like, I don't know about you in the U.S., but in Canada, you can kind of pick your risk tolerance as you get right. older. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. a lower risk. And she's younger than me, and she was telling me that she's like low risk in her, in her like mutual funds and like her savings. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I'm high risk. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm high risk right now, and she's four years younger than I am. Uh, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, what did you make last year? Like three percent? And she looked, <laughs> she looked at her. She's like three point two percent. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, ah. Oh. Because she was, I think we were, she was complaining about the market and how it's affected it. And she said a number, and I laughed in her face. And I said, "You got to join me in trading some crypto because you haven't lived until you've had a you until know. you're down sixty percent." <laughs> Feel it in your bowels until you willingly buy the top repeatedly. <laughs> oh, it's not uh, fun. Boy. It's not yeah, I mean, I'm uh, my biggest like I guess alt bag. I mean, it is an alt, but it's uh, magic, and I'm just taking a fucking bath on it. It's brutal. Uh, I'm in I'm in DCA. Oh, yeah? mo- oh, I'm in DCA mode, big time. <laughs> I have to DCA my DCAs. <laughs> that's that's where we're at at this point. But anyway, uh, shall we touch on a little bit of news here? Yeah, I think we should. The news. The news. Let's get to the news. Bro. Fuck yeah. I love you, that one. You hungry? You hungry for some Bitcoin? <laughs> yes, I am. Shake Shack. Tell me to take it, take this or leave it. I I think we should turn the news into like take it or leave it or okay. like, you get you like go on a rant or something, you know. Uh, take it or leave it. Shake Shack is <laughs> trialing giving out Bitcoin to customers using Cash App. So instead of <laughs> instead of fries, you're gonna get a side of Bitcoin. You in? Um, uh-huh. They're offering crypto rewards for purchasing items through Cash App, which uh, purchases made with the cash card. Cash App's debit card and via Cash Boost, a rewards program will receive fifteen percent of their purchases back in Bitcoin. What are your thoughts? I'm in for it, man. Uh, I've never been to a uh, Shake Shack, but I've only heard good things. Shake Shack heard- is pretty darn good. Yeah, I've heard it. You know, compares to Five Guys that that tier of of burger. Yes, I would say it's the in the Five Guys uh, in and out conversation i would say of burger so you down with uh getting some bitcoin back yeah i mean i think i mean i would be all over this uh i i i think this is a great way to get bitcoin into people's hands um you know enjoy burger get some bitcoin it's uh it's a winning combination the move is a ploy to attract younger customers and test the water for the broader adoption of crypto by the business. Uh, <laughs> what I think is funny about this is like, are, is the average Shake Shack customer so old that they need to attract younger burger eaters? Like, what, what's happening? Are, here? are they are they known to be like a older customer? I wouldn't think so. I kind of thought Shake Shack was like cool and hip, but. Uh, I, I that's what I would have thought too. I, I'm also pretty old, I guess. So you know, who knows? Um, 
Interesting. All right. So Shake Shack giving away burgers. You're giving away Bitcoin with their burgers. You're for it. You're 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 for it. I'm here. pro. Absolutely. Right. Uh hold on. Let's find the next one here. The this was big news this week. Uh Andre, the Phantom TVL slumps as Andre is quitting DeFi. Did you see this this week? I've only I, I only saw memes of Andre banging everybody on Twitter. Um, <laughs> that's all I saw, and I said, "Well, he must have done something that upset people." So it seems like he tweets about quitting. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was me or you. You there? I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I got I got run. I got run. I, I didn't know if it was you or me. Uh, I think the Canadian government froze my computer. <laughs> that's that's funny. Um, for Drew says if I if I think something's cool and hip, it's a red flag. So absolutely a red yeah, flag. I think. That's uh, fair. But um, yeah. I think uh, it sounds like uh, he tweeted about something and then DeFi took a shit. Is that what happened, basically? Basically, he said that he was quitting the industry. So he was going to stop, you know, participating and adding value in the DeFi space. But he also said that they're terminating 25 different apps and services that they've built and launched on April 3rd, including the recently launched Solidity or uh solidly exchange which uh, people were really pissed about i think as opposed to some of the others just because they apparently launched this like i don't know a couple weeks ago and now mm -hmm. he's saying yeah, and now he's basically just like kind of rugging it from his you know participation perspective right so yeah uh, uh, one of the things that he started was uh you're in finance so wi-fi he started yep. that uh, that kind of kicked off DeFi summer. Huge, and absolutely it did, yeah. So this guy is like a, I don't know, a DeFi god. He was, right? he was like, absolutely, and maybe is still the number one DeFi figure in the, uh, you know, in that in that space at least. But that, yeah, that's crazy. That's. Uh, what do you this think seems about like this? A, like this a, feels I mean, like Charlie Lee type of a move. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Interesting. You, know uh, you, that's, may, that's you may have to remind folks that maybe weren't around then. What, what so, Charlie? Oh, I got I got a lot of things to say about Litecoin, actually. So Litecoin uh, was a uh, cryptocurrency. 5, 5 a.m. joining us late, but he also says F Andre here. See? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh Charlie Lee was the founder of Litecoin, which for a very long time was kind of like the third uh, most popular, you know, highest valued uh, cryptocurrency on the market. Uh, and then back in like 2017 or maybe early 2018, I forget which one it was, um, basically said like, I'm selling my shares. And it was at the absolute top. It was like literally $500, like four, like $420, like it, at $420, funding secured, and then Charlie Lee bounced. Dumps. It's been like $20 for the last five years, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's what it sounds like here. I mean, I don't know what he's doing with his holdings, what holdings he's had, but the, it has that feel of, I mean, I guess it's not the top for DeFi. Um, so it could have been worse. 
but um, yeah, it does have that feel to it where, you know, somebody of great importance leaves the space and the space suffers afterwards. Yeah, interesting. But we'll see what happens. Um, how about this one? Take it or leave it. MasterCard mm -hmm. and Visa suspend services in Russia amid invasion of Ukraine. So uh, both MasterCard and Visa joined the growing ranks of payments firms and fintechs that suspended operations for uh, in Russia. They basically said that any cards issued within Russia will no longer work, and those issued outside of the country will no longer work inside of Russia. Uh, PayPal said it would close services to the country. A bunch of uh, a bunch of payment processors. There was also talk like of removing Russia from SWIFT, which is uh, pretty would huge. Be pretty yeah. Intense. yeah, that would be pretty intense. So uh, twofold here. So one. Uh, take it or leave it on MasterCard, Visa, and Russia. Uh, and then let's segue this into what's going on in your neck of the woods. Okay. I have a lot, I have a lot of thoughts on Russia and what's happening there. <laughs> um, I, I, it's, it's unfortunate. And what happens when you have huge political powers uh, like Russia and, you know, the EU um, Hold on, I'm going to stop you really quickly because I can't. I'm going to laugh this whole segment if I don't address this. <laughs> you want to get you want to get your laughs out? Yeah. Uh, so we were just talking about Andre, and we always bring up uh, you know comments from the chat. Yes. Uh, the one I just flashed was from user Jabroni Chode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, long time listener uh, Jabroni Chode, Jabroni Chode. <laughs> Andre has pocketed too much for him to feel bad uh, thank you for the comment and thank you for listening Jabroni Chode <laughs> yes uh, that's amazing <laughs> I, have well, yeah, I couldn't so, stop laughing <laughs> it's, 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 it had to be brought to uh, alright go back to Russia now so, so what happens when you have these conflicts with these huge powers that we're talking about literally everybody in the world at this point, as far as, you know, countries and whatnot, um, that are, that is in this situation. And it's, it's really too bad because what happens is this affects the poorest people first. Uh, you know, when I say poor people, I mean, even like people like us, you know, like even just regular people. Um, and when you, and I completely understand, you know, why, you know, NATO and them want to, you know, instill sanctions and other companies are following suit as opposed to going to straight up war with, you know, nuclear powers. I totally understand. But what sanctions do is they hurt the people of those countries. Uh, so you have a ton of people in Russia that are probably just regular, you know, regular folks going about their daily lives and they're being crippled by the actions or by the you know, the ramifications of the actions taken by their leaders, which are, you know, questionable in general with, you know, I heard the other day they've, they've outlawed independent uh, journalism in Russia now. So it's all state run propaganda. So people are just, you know, drinking their Kool-Aid, thinking Russia's great. Um, and then on the flip side, we have companies like, you know, you had mentioned Swift, companies like MasterCard and Visa, like imagine just being a Russian right now, trying to make a podcast about NFTs and cryptocurrency and you can't get skip the dishes tonight. Or you can't get uh, Uber Eats tonight. You know what I mean? Like that's it's a pain in the ass. Um, it 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 affects people 
Uh, and it's not going to affect the oligarchs as much. Uh, obviously, we saw what happened in uh, in the Russian trade market uh, when they first uh, dropped the sanctions. I think there was you know forty and forty to sixty percent market retracements. In uh, I thought it, I thought I saw like ninety. Oh, I, I I just remember the first days were were really bad. So it could be ninety by this time uh, from the top, right? So uh, and here in you know here in North America, I'm sure you're seeing it too. Like I drove by. Uh, you know, in, in, in just just drove by the gas station today, and the gas prices were like a dollar ninety a liter, which is completely different. How much does it cost you to fill up your tank? I, I go by. What, I don't know what's a liter. No, no, but like, let's go by dollar amounts. Uh, <laughs> we I feel do, like this is we, we do gallons around this. Around how, these so when you fill up your tank, how much does it cost you? Like from empty to full. I don't know. Probably like sixty-five bucks now. Same here. So that's the same yeah. thing. So sixty bucks. So now it's costing me like eighty bucks to fill up. Yeah, I was just gonna say we're we're at like four four ish four ten a gallon around my my neck of the woods. Yeah, I feel like the the tank, you know, the total tank amount is is universal. So whether you're paying per about, liter or per gallon, this? I don't even know what that means. That sounds like that's a lot though. Seven dollars a gallon. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's basically almost twice what it is here. And That's where, where I am. That's crazy. So we're probably paying similar amounts, you and me. So that's yeah. twice the amount in California. That's crazy. Now, I know these reflect the gas prices that Europe has been seeing for decades, I think. Uh, you know, it's always been traditionally much more expensive to, uh, yeah, 5 a.m. knows what's up. $110. You pull that up for 5 a.m. $110 to fill my tank last week. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. And he's probably driving some like diesel Volkswagen. I don't know what they drive in the UK, uh, but they're always very gas or fuel efficient vehicles is my guess. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, yeah. So this is who it affects. It affects us. And, you know, heaven forbid you're trying to, you're living paycheck to paycheck anywhere in the world right now. It's, we're going to feel it first and then it goes up from there. So I, I get, I understand why companies are doing this. It's just too bad that, it really affects people that have nothing to do with this first. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think like what war is like now versus what war was like when you read about it in a history book, you know, it's like, and I mean, and, and you, you throw on top of that, um, social media, social media. And you know, there's mis- so much misinformation on social media too. Uh, just about you, you're watching a video and you're like, Oh, this is from, this happened today, and it's like, oh, it turns out that was video from, you know, three years ago, and it had nothing to do with what's happening there, and it, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And then, but you get this global outrage too, right? Like you wouldn't have companies like this. Chamber, you know. you're gonna have to do both of these things. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna have to do both. You're gonna pay six dollars a gallon, and you're gonna have to be drafted with your dad. You and your dad. <laughs> you and your dad <laughs> side great. by side in the trenches. <laughs> in the foxhole. All right. La- tie this into what is happening in Canada. I mean, I think you yeah, this this is actually true. <laughs> the only All true day. information is that we All are misinformation. Day. Uh so you know, your your boy up there freezing assets left and right. Heck yeah. So we had a bunch Heck of dummies. Yeah, no. We had we had, okay. So I don't know if you're familiar with this, but we've had a bunch of dummies in our nation's capital uh, for the better part of February. 
um, that were trying to overthrow our government. It was basically a more efficient January 6th, for those of you listening in the United States. So we had our own multi-week January 6th. So it was basically January 6th happened in 2020 or 21, whatever it happened. I don't know what happened. What year is it? 2022, 2021, we have it in February of 2022. Uh, and just a bunch of knuckleheads uh, that really don't understand the law or what's actually happening in the world uh, that associate with right-wing extremist groups and, you know, a lot of, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm for the, uh, I'm definitely <laughs> Canada's Democratic People's Republic. Um yeah, just a bunch of misinformed mouth breathers um, that got together and uh, and paired themselves up with, you know, the the leaders of these of these events were, you know, right wing extremists, racist groups. It, it was just the worst of the worst that Canada had to offer. A lot of it from Alberta. Alberta is kind of the you know the 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 black stain of Canada right now, um, and. What happened was they, you know, they get treated a lot different. We get a lot of protests here in Canada. And when it's weird because when indigenous people protest, you know, the government infiltrating their lands to run oil pipelines through their meat, they're met almost immediately with military level, uh, you know, force. And here in Canada, you get a bunch of uh, quote unquote truck drivers and 90% of our truck drivers here are vaccinated and we're doing their work. So a, a few meatheads, uh, you know, decide to protest downtown for weeks and weeks and weeks, threaten to overthrow the government, are stockpiling gasoline and propane and weapons. Guess what? You're a terrorist. You get your funds frozen. And when the funds are coming in from Russia and the United States, more so than any other country, uh, including Canada, probably suspicious. So yes, I'm completely okay with anybody getting their funds frozen uh, if you're up. Because we live in a society here in Canada. And when you yeah. live in a society, there are rules. If you want absolute freedom, I highly suggest buying an island and living there. But when you live in a society that have rules, you have to follow those rules for the betterment of society. And I if you don't- I believe that you are a crypto enthusiast that believes that somebody should be able to freeze your funds. If you live, if you live in a country an established country that has working infrastructure that you're going to be betting benefiting from absolutely if you want absolute freedom i totally get it like some people will love their freedom if you want absolute freedom buy your own property in the middle of nowhere and survive president of northern united states maybe but king uh, of the north king, <laughs> king of the north king of the north <laughs> Sorry. Um, sorry. By the way, I have been watching a show called Island Hunters lately, and uh, is it yeah, people looking a, for private islands? Yeah, and a lot in That's Canada. Uh, Saint something George Bay, Saint James Bay. No, it's definitely George, but mm. I don't know what it is. But anyway, you could buy you a, nice a lot of saints up here. In there. Yeah, you can highly nice recommend it. Canadian highly island. recommend it if you want. I mean, to go they're off. still in Canada, so that you can still get your funds funds frozen. But you know, listen. You get part. You ever? You remember your dad said, "While well, you live in my house, you have to live by my rules." You know, and then you move yeah. out, and you can have your own rules. 
you move out, you have your own rules. I mean, that's, that's what I'm telling people. But that's great. But like, then you, it's, I mean, what you just out of the one side of your mouth, we're talking about the poor people of Russia who have no, uh, no, you know, way to control what's actually happening. But then you're like, yeah, no, sure. That's fine. Well, we, I mean, I think we can agree. I think we can, we can agree that Canada's democratic process is a little bit different than the democratic process in Russia. Uh, and that's the big difference, I think. I guess. But the whole point is that it is a democratic process, so nobody should be able to freeze your damn funds is, I guess, my point. It's not a it's 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 you're crossing a line between democratic and not, I think, in that situation. Well, I mean, you, you could say the same thing about being arrested for murdering somebody. You I know guess. What I'm saying? Like, I mean, you could. I like the, I like this response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even well, that's very <laughs> that's a good one. Um what was I gonna say? The uh well I, I was I wanted this rant and I got it. So you got it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. I'm empty now. I'm empty. I got nothing left in me. No, I love that. That's that's what, uh my one question was is did they actually make is this fake snow? <laughs> because no, half that's the, real that's well real half snow. the picture looks like it's you know frozen tundra but then this bottom corner looks pretty looks like it's been cleaned for days you know what i mean yeah um <laughs> it looks like they got some snow machines in there and <laughs> just really you know went to town yeah ottawa gets a little bit colder than than where i live uh so no that's that's for sure some snow but i don't know if well they didn't have any plows going by so the, all the where all these people are it's all it's true yeah you know, so i think that's <laughs> that, probably the difference that's true Huh, what else? That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> that I mean, look, that this was uh, exactly what we could have hoped for for a return. I basically was just talking to all my uncles and aunts on Facebook just now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I mean, look, that unfortunately, sometimes you gotta you gotta get a little political when we're talking about this stuff because. I mean, that's the stuff that kind of impacts these markets, you know? So, 100%, yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway. I probably upset 90% of the people that are in crypto right now. Oh, definitely the crypto people. I, I would <laughs> yeah, think that most of the people, good. I would say most crypto people do not believe <laughs> that you should have the Correct. ability to freeze somebody's funds, right? Correct. Which is why you have all your money on a MetaMask somewhere in your private keys, uh coffee stained on your desk <laughs> you know, are um, you watching me right now <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i mean so some parting words here uh give us your best guess of where we're gonna be the next time we do this show say it's, so next uh, month next monday next, next monday because hold on we should probably do that as a bit of housekeeping yeah we we are moving the show from friday's once every four weeks to <laughs> to every Monday because Fridays yeah. became way too hard for us to do. Mondays, it's Friday, we, man, it's Friday. Mondays we feel like we can uh, get here every week. Okay. So, yes. So Mondays going forward. So next Monday, um, honestly, like maybe a little higher, but I think within the range, a little bit higher. Uh, I'll put us at. Uh, let me give you a, a a number we can kind of go back to. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say over 40k for Bitcoin, and over. 
I'm gonna say over twenty eight hundred for Ethereum. Wow. Okay. But again, within the range. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm back to eating ramen basically, so uh, it is what it is. I just looked at <laughs> my pantry. There was a ton of ramen. Good. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, one more thing before you go. Uh, we're almost coming up here, right on an hour. Uh, talk to me about your doomsday prepping. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about it the other day. You um, tweet? Did you tweet? I did tweet it about it. Yeah, I tweeted about it. Um, do, like doomsday preppers have been around for a little while. I would say like a good 10, 15 years. Kind of been in the zeitgeist of. Have you yeah. ever watched the show? No, no. Oh. I'm just talking. You've never watched Doomsday Preppers? I, I don't like, like have... I don't like reality TV very much. I feel like this is reality TV you would be into. You would be like <laughs> you you would be buying all the shit that they do. You'd be building yourself a bunker, a fallout shelter. I can't even get a gun. You'd My wife won't even let me get bag. a gun. I... Um, but yeah, no, I think they've been we've made fun of them for so long, and I feel like they've been catching some big W's lately. Um, I would say over the course of the past 12 months, I feel um, preppers have been really looking real smart uh, you know, for decades, or maybe not decades, but at least one decade of uh, being held as, as fools uh, are probably, yeah, Bigfoot hunters. Do you think we'll ever be looked at as smart? You will. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I've fumbled. I think more about bags. that sometimes. I think about that sometimes. I uh, mean, are we are we just gonna be a decade long of people, uh, you know, chasing maybe candles like and JPEGs the names that we don't remember them. from the dot com bubble? Yeah, right. You know what exactly. I mean? Could yeah. be chamber dot com. <laughs> <laughs> dot ETH, man. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, New segment, what's in your bug out bag? Fudge. Uh, <laughs> just just ramen. Uh, uh, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if there was actual fudge in your, in your bug out <laughs> bag. <laughs> oh, I, th- I, th- I actually didn't know. It turns out it's maple syrup harvesting time. Oh, right my now. God. Congratulations. I, I can't believe I didn't congratulate you earlier. I didn't, I didn't realize when it is. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense that it's uh, in the springtime. So, yes. Big maple syrup season right now. We're getting into the, the the heart of it. So you know, if you're in the U.S., anything coming out of Vermont is probably really good right now. Mm. Uh, I think Mass does Massachusetts does a. I feel like they might be maple syrup farmers in there. I'm um, not sure. I'm not I sure. I want. Okay. I'm not sure. You don't Massachusetts uh, maple syrup? Maple syrup? <laughs> no, it's probably just like old from Drew's kitchen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I uh, highly recommend if you uh, if you see any maple syrup, it's in season. So pick that shit up. Mm, fantastic. Don't forget to put it in your bug out bag right next to the fudge. And <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Until next time, don't get wrecked. Please try not to get wrecked. Please. Don't. And that is financial advice. <laughs>